Welcome back to Get With The Programming. I'm Chase Ingram. I'm Captain America. And along with me is Bill Grundler. Wolverine. You impatient sons of bees. <laughs> Dang, look at that. Right on time. Right on Not time. Not even a minute late. Not even a minute late. Usually we're five to ten minutes late. <laughs> oh, look so. at what zombie wanted the guitar intro. Sorry, Ah, uh, yeah, bro. We're just trying to jump into it. Yeah, we do, we'll we play wanna... it at the end. We always do. Yeah, we'll play it at the end. We'll play we it got at the you. End. Guitar, my body was ready. Yeah, if you want the guitar, you just got to listen to the, the audio version. That's right. Sorry. Yeah, we just want to pop in get it. as quick get as we it. can. What's get up, everyone? Caden, Philip, Alyssa, Wad Zombie, Nick, Jeffrey. Oh, well, hey, um, anything exciting happen today? What, in, the cross, in the CrossFit space? Yeah. yeah, I was I was thinking that maybe I should go to the open division. What do you think? My goodness. There's, there's all these holes that are hopping in there, so maybe I should just jump in. Uh, if you guys haven't heard yet, this just got announced, I think, what, an hour or two Dude, ago? Hours, yeah, an hour ago. Hours ago, but uh, Mal O'Brien posted on her Instagram that she is basically withdrawing from competition this year. Uh, she wrote, with a heavy heart, I'd like to share that I won't be competing at semifinals this weekend. Sometimes we face personal challenges that demand our attention and care. It's important to prioritize our well-being and embrace the support of loved ones. While I won't be competing, I'm grateful for the understanding and encouragement from my co coach, Matt Fraser, and my HWPO training team, friends, family, and fans. Their unconditional support means the world to me. Remember, life just isn't about, or life isn't just about winning trophies or achieving goals. It's about finding balance, taking care of ourselves, and cherishing the moments that truly matter. I'll be taking this time to focus on what's important to me, and I appreciate your understanding. And during this time period, I wish the best of luck to my teammates and competitors. Now, this is coming off the heels of basically Haley Adams. Mm -hmm. um, I don't know what um, the underlying reason is it seems to be that uh could be just some it's just personal right it's personal to About mal said, right, right, right. yeah it's personal to mal and that uh you know it's personal for haley obviously both of them seem to be somewhat similar i don't want to lump anyone into a group of the other this is such an individual thing for these athletes to go through but uh you know it's uh for fans of the sport obviously this um this is tough to see because, I mean, Mal is just someone we enjoy watching. She's an incredible competitor, one of those names that were in the running of being the fittest on earth after Tia had stepped out. There's been that back and forth of, you know, Laura and, and Mal and uh, coming up the heels what Haley uh, has come out with and, and moving on since. And at the end of the day, I think for someone like Mal and as being human for a second is just obviously we want the best for them individually as a person regardless of crossfit or sport or anything else outside their own personal life um last week um and we didn't get a chance to get to it because they started announcing all the uh all the events and everything but mm. we were going to get into the glassman chipper and one of them had to do about uh masters and youth competing mm, yeah and one of the things that i see between Haley and Mal is the fact that these are two young athletes, and especially on the women's side, we have a lot of young athletes that are physically able to compete at the level with all these other women. Mm -hmm. But the one thing that they do not have is the wisdom, the experience, the, 
you know, mental fortitude that some of this stuff takes to be able to stay in the game. Now, I'm not saying that Mal stepped out for any reason. We again, we don't know what it is. You know, even like with Haley, she said she needed, uh, you know, having to deal with a lot of like the the personal stress and everything. And I I get that. Um, that was one of the things that I saw with Haley at a at a really young age when she was in the teen division and really wanted to push. Like she yeah. didn't want to do the teen division. She wanted to be in the open division. Right. And she says she's been competing nonstop sole focus since she was 14. Right. And how old is she now? 21, 22. Yeah. That means like that for a lot of people is just where they're starting to break into the scene. So there, there's a lot of time, a lot of physical time that's put into that. But, you know, when you talk about um, just youth in general, their, 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 their mental status Mm-hmm. doesn't truly harden up until they're about 24. So there's a lot of changes and a lot of things that are going on um, in that person's life as they're developing, not just physically, but mentally. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot, I mean, there's a lot thing that can go into that. I mean, Mal looks, when I look at Mal, I see, um, I mean, I see like a very, uh, kind of like Krenikov. He's, she's very robotic. Well, her, well, her nickname was Mal 1000 that, uh, you know, yeah. Townsend gave her. And that's, that's a Terminator. Yeah. Uh, that's she's, a Terminator She's a term. robot, like expressionless. You know, I just go, like she just goes. And that for, in a lot of instances is a winning, uh, formula, but on a human instance that isn't always a winning formula where you're pushing everything away like that and it does take its toll so like who you know we everyone talks about mal and she's the one she's the one she's the one and it's always a lot of it's it goes from super fun when you are when everyone's cheering for you and then it switches when all of a sudden now you're expected Mm. and that's a big I, i think that that's a that's a tough that's a tough thing to handle you know so um, you know, who knows? Yeah. I, I hope, obviously we hope the best for, her. Right. um, the, uh, the, on her side, like she's got a lot of time, yeah. a yeah. lot of time left. Oh, I mean, so yeah. I mean, what? She's not like we're not going to see her anymore. So I don't think so. 19, maybe. Yeah. I mean, give me a break. What do you think about that? And what you mentioned there about being robotic or singularly focused or dialed in or emotionless and like none of those things I was, at 14, let alone till I was 25. <laughs> but I, I mean that in a sense of like from young teens. So 14, that's probably what, when you're getting into high school. So you're freshman, you're high school until you're out of college. Like those are the years where you figure out kind of who you are. That's really what it's for. Oh, yeah. Right. Or who you are not. Or, you know, you find your friend circle and things change. And then every two years, you almost become a different person. And you know, people naturally change. I mean, sci- I think, you know, scientifically they say like every seven years, something about you changes permanently, whether it's like, you know, mentally, physically, you know, and like we just evolve. And that 14 to 24 year span, like that 10 year block from 14 to 24, I was probably like 13 different human beings. That's a third of her lifetime, dude. <laughs> yes. I mean, give me a break. That's a third of her lifetime. Where, where you are, you're put in that pressure under pressure of uh, the training pressure, the co- competition pressure, you know, now you have all the social pressure mm-hmm. uh, with social media and stuff like that. I mean, it, that's a big deal. It's a big deal. There's a, that is a lot. It's not, it's not in, you can't understate that or overstate that mm-hmm. too much. You know I mean? It's hardcore. Yeah. 
Um, but you know, I, but who knows what the reason is? I, 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 again, I, I hate seeing where athletes have to do that. And I think what, um, any athlete, regardless of what the fans think and what the fans say, mm-hmm. they got to do what's best for them. hundred percent. I mean, I mean Fuck the fans. Sorry, everybody. Hundred <laughs> percent. It's like, yeah, they're just here to watch you, you know, to cheer and wave their wave the flag and stuff like that. But like everything, as far as everything else goes, who cares what they think? Mm-hmm. The um, the only thing now that I see a lot of these athletes, the one the one pressure part, I me mean, yeah, social media, whatever. But um, you know, they're on the this like uh, pseudo professional athlete thing where you have sponsors and they're expecting you to carry their name out into the mm-hmm. out onto the field, you know, and all of a sudden now it's like, Oh, you can't because of whatever the reason is, you know, you, you don't yeah. see that's one of the things that like, like two professional athletes, football players, basketball, baseball, um, they go a little, uh, mentally, they have mental challenges with that because they can't stop. I would say they, yes. And the hard thing about CrossFit is one. I mean, this is a sport that nobody really has figured out yet. No, nobody has it figured out. Nobody ha- knows how to be a, a superstar in cross. And on the flip side is that you, you talked about these major sports, football, basketball, baseball, hockey, things like that. It's like you could be a young phenom, but you're still surrounded by a team on yeah. a court or on the ice or on the field. And most people don't achieve this type of attention and success, maybe in their inner circles when they're, you know, high school phenoms and like that. But like, even in college, it gets a little bit more, but like, there's almost levels to this. Right. Right. And, and so when you, um, when you, when you look at this is like, there seems to be more of a playbook for those type of athletes. They get coached. I mean, you look at professional football players, basketball, like they have like conventions for this and they have, handlers and they they you've seen this take place like there's there's almost an expectation there and this is it's so individualized well and those guys they i mean there's a lot of crumbling that goes on in those athletes too i mean i I, i've talked to a lot of i have a couple professional athletes and ex-professional athletes here at my gym and i talk to them and in their own circles i mean they can't tell they can't tell the manager when they're having a rough time because mm-hmm. they'll get cut, they'll get moved, they'll get, you know, all the, all those different types of things. And that's their lifestyle. They can't let that go. Now, um, one of the comments here that I saw that, that Seahill had up here, there are times when I agree with this comment. Um, a lot of like the celebrities, if someone wants to be a celebrity mm. and then they say that they don't want people taking pictures of them and they don't want the, to act like the celebrity, it's like, okay, you knew exactly what you were getting in for. An athlete doesn't, compete and try to push to be at the top to be a celebrity they push to be at the top to beat everybody well, some do and I, uh yeah you, but i mean but uh, you can't but blanketly not the ones that say the some don't they're not what the ones that, that are at the top you know what i mean like if you're if you look hey, at man, the, some are driven by the fame and money I, i'm okay well look in our space oh okay yeah our space okay there is no uh, if you're looking our space <laughs> there's fame um, in a small pond and not a lot of right, money <laughs> right <laughs> like i don't think that you know, pick, pick all of our best athletes that they're like, you know what, I'm going to be the fittest athlete in the world so that I can be, so that people will, will like me. Mm-hmm. No, they're athletes that want to beat people and I want to beat everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that that, um, I don't think that any of these athletes, it's not that they're like up to the top and it's like, they knew what they were getting into. They, I don't think many people understand the pressure of being up at the top is all I have to say. Yeah. Um, you know, uh, uh, I think that that's, uh, and I'm not, 
I'm not trying to blow, blow smoke up any people's asses. I mean, like I, I personally, like I, like the whole Dominic Dawes thing at the Olympics. Yeah. I wasn't a fan of that. I, I personally, it was like, okay, if you're an athlete, just, just because you're a great athlete, you can't say that you're now, you're suffering from mental issues because you're not doing as well as you thought you would do. Dominic thing Dawes. Is, is that, uh, yeah, isn't that the... Did you just like travel back to like 1994? No, no. Well, what was the last one? Who was it? Oh, no, no, Simone Biles. Simone Biles. No, no. You know, that's that's my issue. Fuck, I'm gonna be 54 in a couple of days, dude. Give me a break. I like you. You pulled here. out a, a gymnast from your. I was generation. like, I'm like, I was just thinking that, and that was the first one that popped into my head. Well, there's that. There's <laughs> my um, bad. Simone uh, Biles. <laughs> and then, um, gosh, who's that female tennis player who's who's seem seemingly going through the same? Uh, Oxano, um, whatever. Someone yeah, in the comments yeah, yeah, will yeah. throw this out there. Yeah. But not uncommon uh, in a space that is so individualized and in the limelight and the pressure and what, uh, you know, I can, who just, I just put this up there. Allegra's opinion is like, these guys are kids. Right. And they're, and they're dedicating, you say it's like solely focused on competing in, in the CrossFit games and, and how they handle that. And it might seem like everything's going great, but I mean... It's that's a lot to put on a for not that anyone was putting on anything to anybody else. That is not what I'm saying. It was pressure on yourself as a young teenager in this high paced, high profile atmosphere. Yeah. You want to know what's what was really interesting thing when Mal and Haley started posting a lot of their stories where they were hanging out. Yeah. I literally didn't recognize either of them. Hmm. I mean, because they all said they look like teenage girls mm -hmm. like just being giddy and silly and running around doing their thing or whatever and then you look at them on the floor and i mean it was like a completely different person but yeah. for both of them you know it's crazy oh, but yeah. i mean you gotta Naomi you gotta Osaka. do that you gotta do that so. thank you chris yeah yeah it's just one of the things like really at the end of the day i hope this is the the best move for mal the human being going forward Period. End of story. Yeah. Take care of what you need to take care of. You know, this, this is, it's not, it's not that important. It's fucking CrossFit. Like, yeah, totally. It's, it's, you know, that's all it is. It's based out of a training methodology. At the end of the day, it's the thing that is supposed to enrich our lives. <laughs> not take away <laughs> from, right? Right. At the end of the day. Um, all right. We just wanted to, again, respect to you, Mal. I hope you uh, find what you're, um, you know, hope you find what you're looking for and everything works out for you. And, you know, we uh, support everything that you're going through. So we wish you all the best. Um, all right. We are going to touch on the semifinal test for the individuals. Last week, we went to the team competition with the semifinals just really two days away. It is Tuesday that we are recording this. The semifinals will start on Thursday with the team competition kicking things off. And then the individuals will pick up on Friday. Bill and I are going to go test by test, go through what the test is. Uh, and just like the team competition, there are still some things that are not settled yet as far as big details that, uh, or I would say small details that could potentially have very big impacts on how the competition un 
fold. So we'll just get right into it here. We'll start with test number one for the individuals for time. 3,000 meter echo bike, 80 foot, 84 foot hand over hand pull, 2,000 meter assault air runner, 84 foot hand over hand pull, 1,000 meter ski erg, 92 foot hand over hand pull. It says the weight is 225 and 180. I, I don't know if this one has the most things left out, <laughs> but <laughs> when you look at the language, is hand over hand pull. Everyone's like, oh, sled, sled, sled. I was like, it doesn't even say sled. Right. It just says pull. Like, yeah. what could that be? What is hand over hand? What is, are they seated? Are they standing? Is it literally is hand can over hand? Can they move hand? in that line? Can, can they, they move past the line? Yeah, can they pull? Like, it, there's, there's so much involved in here is detail-wise. Before we dive into what it could be, looking at what it is now, Bill, how do you like this as what look, I mean, based off what we already know that's out and release is like, this is our big, long endurance test for the weekend. Honestly, I think it's kind of fun. Like, I like this. How, I mean, I like this until I see some of the other things that come up because it's like, okay, we got all of our toys in here. We've got all the machines in here. Mm. So I'm not really expecting to see any more of these other things, or I wouldn't think this because 3,000 meter on the echo bike, it's a nice big chunk. 2,000 meters on the assault runner, it's a nice big chunk. 1,000 meters on the skier, nice big chunk. We should not see those things again. Mm. Yet we do. <laughs> I think that's a problem. Uh, but this event, I like it. I like the hand over hand. We used to do stuff like this, um, like in the fire service. And when you're, when you're out of breath and then you're having to bend over and pull hand over hand, mm -hmm. that is very difficult. And the breathing, the issue with the breathing as you're leaning over like that, like there's, if it's not something you're normally used to doing to. So I really like what it is. Yeah. Um, I think that that, you know, that, that pull, we've seen that only what twice, I guess, but we, we've seen it in the, uh, I was actually thinking about game. that today is the two events. I think there's actually more. So events that we've had a hand over hand pull or just say any type of sled pull. I forgot about the 2011 finale. Remember that one? It ended with it. Oh, that's right. right? The, the, the AMRAP, AMRAP, the AMRAP. Yep, right. yep, it, was the, it was the final thing. Uh, 2014 push-pull. Push-pull. Obviously. Classic. The yeah. uh, 2016 rope chipper. Yeah, where they had the rope, they had the ski, they mm -hmm. had Vikowski doing that whip thing that he was yanking the thing across <laughs> the floor. Yeah. Uh, and I'm trying to think of what else we've had. Um, but I think the only really heavy one was the push-pull. That, yeah, well, that got increasingly heavy. I think the, the pull in the 2016 rope chipper was fairly heavy. I, 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 we could pull up the weights. Uh, you know, yeah. I don't have a Caleb Beaver here, so. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I'm being lazy. Um, but we've we've had pulls in the past. I can't remember the last time we actually had one. Did um, those say hand over hand, though? Well, shoot. I'll look it up. Um, because I know, because th there is a, a difference. Great question. Like if, you, if you do, if they specifically make it hand over hand, Especially if they, if you're like, okay, your feet are set, and you're not allowed to move your feet, or not allowed to step out of a box, or something mm -hmm. like that. Um, that definitely makes it harder than like what Brent was doing, and he was using his whole body to 
you know, move and yank that thing across. Just says sled pull in 2011. That's what that was anyway. Anyway, I'll keep going. That's uh, a big, that, that's an important difference right there. Sled pull in 2011. Uh, someone had commented on here that Renegade Games posted a little preview of testing or something and they saw a sled there, which, you know, could be. It's could also be. in Africa. Not yeah, quite all the same. I mean, uh, the other one said sled pull. This doesn't say that. Push pull 2014, 50-foot sled pull. Sled pull. This is Again, one of those things how. where I, I was like, let's not get too consumed with uh, wording because wording has been a little weird this year. <laughs> maybe maybe you're pulling the echo bike across with 225 pounds on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's got wheels. Uh, let's see, 2016... Let's see. Was that on a Sunday? Rope chipper? Yep. Rope uh, chipper. Yeah. Yeah. That was early in the day. Oh, 90 foot sled pull. That's what it says. There you go. Right there. So, you know. Interesting. Who knows? But, uh, you know, back to the, the, the mainstay of the test is that 3K, Echo Bike, 2K, Air Runner, 1K, Skier. Echo bike skier looks like they'll all take somewhere around four minutes, give or take, obviously skill level and in, in between men and women. Whereas at 2K on the runner, probably combo that plus a little extra, uh, at least right. eight or more minutes. Right. I mean, the air runners, I think they do run a little faster than say like normal running does, but you're looking at eight to 10 minutes depending on the demographic and the athletes taking that test on the air runner. So you have these two implements in the beginning of the end that equal about what that runner is. And I'm not surprised because how often do we hear boss say running is a cornerstone of fitness. Right? And if you think about it, running is, is probably the most primal fitness routine there is. If you go back to like, you know, caveman days, like if you do not have the ability to run, you probably didn't live very long. Kind of a hard time hunting. <laughs> right? The nomadic people. And it's, it's probably one of the most primal exercises we can do as human beings. So no surprise to see a lot of emphasis put on that. I mean, after all the shuttle runs that we've had leading up to this, I'm not surprised to see the run being the longest element here. What I am curious about is how tough is that hand-over-hand sled pull? Personally, I want it to be hard. Like I, I, I want that thing to have a massive impact on who wins or loses this event. Well, and the only way that it would is if they have that particular standard where you can't move your feet. Like once your feet are set, your feet are set. You can't, can't drop on your butt. You can't do the extend and fall back where you're not having to pull, but you basically anchor your feet in. They can't come out, and it's a true hand over hand. So you're pulling the the rope between your legs, um, and doing it that way. That's that would be the that would be the best way. Bill Film asks, "Will you be in Pasadena? It's closer uh, to you." I will not. Boo. Boo. Seriously. Um, all right. Things that uh, we'll know in a couple of days. Uh, what type of sled? If there is one being used, is that weight on the sled or weight combined with the sled? I mean, depending on the sled you use, that's a 30 to 40 pound difference, right? which makes a difference, right? It's like, hey, we're just going right. to throw on an extra plate. I'm like, no, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, overall, I, A, I want to do this one. I like it. 
Looking like at it. the traps, do you feel like the traps, like where do you see the biggest pitfall here that athletes could fall into? Of the, I would say of the three machines. I don't really see, I think the hand over hand pull is going to take care of itself. Like do or do not Yoda style. Yeah. Um, the machine work. And I think early is where it can make or break some peeps. I think so too. Uh, you have, I mean, you can't overlook the air runner piece. It's the biggest chunk of time on there. So that's where you're going to have time to make up whatever you need to make up. So if you just, if you come off the echo bike first, and you're already going to be bent over mm -hmm. as you're working on that bike. And then you're going to be, if you're doing a true hand over hand, if I don't think if it's the hand over hand that I think you're going to be bent over again. Yeah. So you're not taking as much oxygen as you want. So if you, if you redline too much on that, on that 3000, trying to come off that bike first, I think you're going to have a really hard time working on recovery mm. for that air assault runner and then going into it. Because I think you want to be able to really push the back half of this event. You need to be able to come off that run with a good clip, yeah. Because you're gonna basically be holding your breath for the for the uh, the hand over hand. You're flailing for the thousand meter on the skier, <laughs> just doing your like whippy arm thing, and then again holding on for dear life on if the last. If you can, after all those pulls. Well, and I think that's what you I, that that last that last the last five hundred meters on the skier, and that last set of pulls. You you have you got to you got to thread that needle. I think you have to ride that line. So to do that, you're going to have to really manage the front half of this event because if if with a longer event like this, if you come out too hard trying to win in the beginning or try to get yourself out ahead and then hold on, mm -hmm. I think the other people will be able to eat up way too much real estate on you. Yeah, I agree. I, I'm very curious to see. I, I almost think this is a uh, oddly enough, maybe intentional, maybe not. But you have just a huge machine front half. Yeah, uh, it's bike, pull, runner. That is going to be a big separator. But then you have pull, ski, pull, 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 pull. <laughs> where I think you can actually have another separator. So I could see at the halfway point things almost flipping for those. Like the best of the best are going to you know be great, but basically like top five or below right? Six through whatever things just moving back and forth front half bike pull runner, huge chunk of time, huge machine emphasis, right? 3000 meter bike, 2000 meter air runner. I mean, you're looking at 12 minutes, 12 to 13 minutes of machine work. And on the back half, you've got a pull ski pull, which could be like five to six minutes total, depending on how long the poles are, maybe eight to 10. I don't know. Right, right. But uh, I'm well, curious to see how I mean. the back half you, goes. Yeah, and that, that's where that front half, it's going to be, you're right, there are two different pieces separator-wise, but I think it's about like how, how, uh, how smart are you on your pacing for the first half so that you mm -hmm. can really open up on that second half. Yeah. I mean, you, you, you have to be able to open up heavy on that second half. Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. I think, I think we're going to see, I think that there'll be some smart people that like hang back. They're going to be fifth, sixth, seventh off the echo bike. Yeah. That will be moving up to the front when you get, uh, to the skier because they will be just, just, you know, a little bit of a governor on the system there. Just kind of hanging back just a touch, 
letting the rabbits kind of go out and do their thing, mm-hmm. um, not being too impatient to chase them down. Yeah. Um, the other really interesting thing is you have all that time on the air runner. And unless they have one of those, remember when they had the, um, uh, the boats for the, the rowing. <laughs> yeah. I got the, how do you, that. you don't know how to pace. True. You don't know how fast to stay with anyone. And that's the biggest chunk of time is on that, is on that. Uh, oh, you mean runner. relative to the people next to you? Relative to the people. I mean, so I, you don't know who you're chasing. You don't know where everyone's sitting. Yeah, true. You know, you could so read body it, language maybe if you have the time to look around or there's a screen that shows other people, but I mean, yeah, you'll, you'll be able to see the people on either side of you, mm-hmm. but basically that's it. I mean, like you're going to have to rely on the MCs to say who's in the lead to know where you are. Like that's the only thing you have. And that's a, that's a lot of awareness that you'll need to have a lot of outside awareness. Um, unless the coaches line up right in front of them and start giving like hand signals or something about, yeah. you know, pick it up like, kind of like, uh, sprint car racers when they're flying around and you put the little whiteboard out there, like hurry the fuck up mm-hmm. or slow the fuck down. One of the two, <laughs> uh, seems question Fikowski going to win this one. After we get through Linda, I'm going to bring in a thematic thing I've noticed before we okay. think who's going to win and who's not. Okay. But, uh, remind me, <laughs> um, the one thing that's a bummer about this is that we may not see this. As fans watching from home. I know. <laughs> I, I like, everyone's like, oh, it'd be kind of boring to watch. I'm like, honestly, I, I'm excited to watch this. I want to see those. I think those polls are going to gnarly. And I, I like, again, the second half of this test is going to be awesome. <laughs> I, I think watching the, think watching awesome. the, watching the machine into the pool on all three of them is going to be really, really, uh, interesting as a coach and pretty cool to see as a fan. I, I really think it would be cool. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get to test number two. We have an interval-based test. We have as many reps as possible in three minutes of five ring complexes, which is one toe, two ring, one muscle up, one ring dip, followed by 20 pistols. Thank you. Yep. Uh, I was like, no, 20 pistols and then max burpees over box complete three rounds of this amrap you get a one minute break in between men will wear a 20 pound ruck while women will wear a 10 and then men will jump on a 30 inch box or get on a 30 inch box or whatever over a 30 inch box as it reads here and women will get over a 24 inch box and when you look at this initially I know everyone's like, hey, toes the ring. It's like, I don't give a shit if it's in a complex. Right. I'm actually fine with it in a complex because all I look at is the bottom half of the movement, the full movement, and the top half of the movement. No different than <laughs> saying like a power clean, a hang squat clean, and then like a full clean or whatever, right. Right? right? So like in a complex setting, fine. If it was five or like 20 toes to rings into 20 Stupid. pistols, I my brain would have exploded. However, a ring complex... No shocker to see something like that after hearing, you know, Boz all the time warning us rings aren't just for ring dips and muscle-ups. And here we have a complex. Take the ruck out of it for a second. How do you like this complex as a gymnastics complex versus, say, a barbell complex? I think it is a very uh, fun complex. I've programmed this for athletes a lot in the past. Mm -hmm. Um, I've played with these a lot in the past. This exact complex? uh, Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Um, the hard part will be judging 
on the extension on the muscle up and on the ring dip. Mm -hmm. Because the last time we when we have done ring dips in the past, we the way that they've done it is they put that strap across the, the, yeah. the strap so you can see where your shoulders go to. Yes. Um, you're not going to be able to do that up overhead. At least I can't see that because you're going to have to dip your head underneath that when you go to do your, uh, your, you know, to come through on the muscle up. So I don't see that being the case. So now all of a sudden you're going to be relying on people getting the extension. And if they don't get the extension, let's say you miss up the extension or you push back on the ring muscle up part. Does that mean that that whole complex doesn't count or you just mm. have to redo the muscle up again? Yeah, I guess it doesn't really say it has to be unbroken. Which right. Honestly, I don't see any benefit of breaking up this complex. No, not at all. Other than the fact that if you fail in the middle, like I can see if you get the no rep on the dip, okay, just redo the dip. But like right. if you don't do the muscle up, you're going to get a no rep. Okay. I mean, the communication between the judge and the athlete on that, mm -hmm. I think is going to be hard to judge. Yeah. So I, li I, I like the movement for training, I just don't know how it'll turn out. I, I think it's fine. I like the idea for competition. I just don't know how it'll turn out. I think there's a lot, there's a lot of opportunities of it getting jacked up. Yeah. And bad reps. And that's, that's going to be a big deal. Um, also the ruck, it, it is different. The ruck is different with it sitting on your back like that. Well, and here's a couple of things I've noticed when I'm watching, obviously we have Colton Mertens on here doing this ring complex is that the ruck is going to impede a lot of movement for some athletes that may not have either good mobility, looking more at the pistols, but on this is what do you normally see on ring muscle-ups on this kip swing through? Usually a lot more maybe like chest through the shoulders. Yeah. A lot more layout. I think that bag is going to be limiting people's ability to have a full swing that they're used to. Now, if you look at Colton here, is that he actually does what a lot of, gymnastic coaches will do and he'll do that press out with those straight arms almost like a lever out right to offset the limiter that is the ruck pack being on the back of the shoulders which doesn't allow people to swing through as much so i see the bag not only being a weight interference with this test right but also forcing people to i don't say execute on a more technical level whether it's good form or bad form or just different form in general to see how they can adapt to not just the weight added to this gymnastics test, but the positions it puts you in. Well, I think one of the things that I'm happy that CrossFit did was they announced the ruck early. So it mm. gave the athletes the opportunity to practice this, to figure out the difference because uh, I think Steven had this up there. The fact that I think most athletes, if you're at a higher end level uh, competitor have done muscle ups with a vest on. Maybe mm -hmm. not a lot of them, but I mean, you've played with it, if, if nothing else. It is vastly different when it's spread out all around you versus when it's all on your back. So the fact that this is what I like that they did here rather than like surprising everybody with the crossover mm -hmm. um, oh. is they gave everyone the opportunity yeah. to like, okay, go yeah. and play. They all have the strength to do it. It's a matter of figuring it out so that they can be efficient with it. Mm. Um, and I think that that's one of the things gonna, that's going to be pretty fun to watch. I think a lot of these athletes are going to make it look like it's like they don't have anything on the sure. back at all. Yeah. They're going to be so good. And that's going to be really Colton fun Mertens. to watch. Yeah. But even like with Colton, you can see that some of his press outs, like they're going to be close mm -hmm. just because it's a weird position. It's a different position with it sitting on your back like that. You don't have any of the weight in the front. Yeah. 
it's it's going to be unique. But I think you're right. The there is going to be a limiting factor, or at least a a different sensation with the weight towards the back mm -hmm. pulling pulling your shoulders back, and that's going to change that swing. Renata's question is: Is the ten twenty ruck appropriate, or should they give the women heavier? The reason why I actually like this, my first knee-jerk reaction, I was like, 14 pounds, what the F? I was like, wait, they're doing the same number of complexes. Right, same number of right? reps. So they're doing five complexes just like the men. So I agree with the 10-pound versus the 14-pound. Otherwise, I would say use the 14, but only do like three or four complexes relative to the men. So I'm okay with this weight because, look, this is all going to come down to that press out on the second dip. Yep especially yep. on the women's side when you just think upper body pressing stamina and fatigue and failure, right? on average, that'll be a more challenging thing, just like any other gymnastics test between the men and women. So a lighter bag with the same number of reps, I think is a good call. Yeah. And it'll be, it'll be really interesting. I, you know, classically, the men have the harder time getting into the rings, not so hard getting, getting up on that dip sec segment, mm -hmm. whereas the women are flip-flop. So you're going to see a lot of really struggling strict uh, ring dips after that muscle up, which I think is going to be really interesting on the women's side. Mm -hmm. Um, and then I think it's going to be really interesting to watch the guys to see what happens when they get into that third round. Um, and they're fatigued now, like they start losing that press out on those, uh, on the burpees. Yeah. That's really going to change what that, uh, what that complex looks like. Jeffrey's question. Why can I do toes to rings and not toes to bar? Because the rings are moving. Yes. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> one moves and one doesn't. Yeah, you, you can move the rings into position, right? You can manipulate your kip based off the ring movement themselves. It doesn't require as much of a core demand as a toes-to-bar does, which is all reasons why I don't like toes-to-rings in a competitive setting. Totally. Uh, uh, remember, as remember as way, a movement by themselves. Remember way back when it, uh, I think it was Camille had uh, her bar, her rig, was kind of a wobbly rig and we were doing bar, oh, we yeah. bar muscle-ups yeah. and it made it a lot easier. <laughs> yeah. Or the chest so. of bars on like an eight foot long pull-up bar and it's like a spring-loaded. Flex. <laughs> <laughs> totally. Yeah. Um, the other thing about this is uh, when we talk mobility, the single leg or the, the pistols, like if you don't have good mobility, especially ankle mobility, this ruck is not your friend. Oh man. All that weight hanging to the back. Everyone that does weighted pistols, they do it with a weight in the front. Because exactly the weight in the front weight the other thing too is what do most people do if they don't have the flexibility say in their hamstrings to get in a good position they lean forward to maybe grab that toe well that backpack not only is it weighted behind you and it's going to limit your ability to do that it also has your shoulders pinned back in the shoulder straps that you can't round as much in front so i think if you have poor mobility this is going to be exponentially more difficult for you to do this. Well, and I think you're going to have to decide where you want, uh, what movement are you going to try to mitigate through the pistols or the, the rings, because you're going to have to, you're going to have to set the tension of your bag on your back to that one. Mm. Like if you're doing the rings, how much you want that thing slopping around when you're moving around and it whapping you in the back as you're trying to do your kip, or do you want it to be a little looser on your mm -hmm. uh, pistol so that it can, hang down a little bit lower, not pull your shoulders back as much so you can reach out to your foot. I know that yeah. I have great ankle mobility, but I'm going to be reaching to the, my foot because oh, I'm going to yeah. use my Every leg time. to try to pull me forward. Mm -hmm. Unless they say I can't touch my leg. I wonder, I'm assuming they're going to have a waist strap. That seems like the safest 
<laughs> option here. Well, maybe. Unbuckling it for pistols. Yeah, that's possible. Or they're going to have to like keep it on. I don't know. I mean, most of the rucks are they're set pretty high. I mean, you saw that one that that uh, yeah. Mertens had like that was pretty high. I didn't, was there a strap on that one? Yeah, a waist strap. A waist strap. Yeah. Uh, last piece here: the Max Burpee over box, thirty inches for men, twenty four inches for women. A lot of questions here. Is it hands on the box? Totally changes the stimulus of the test. Is it a jump over? Is it a, I doubt it's going to be this, a clear over. Like, what right. is it going to be? And, and that detail is going to drastically change the way people approach this test. And, and it's interesting because you, ha- you, you can't not think it's going to be something different. Right. And we've seen they all three versions. They write it this way. We've seen all three versions at regionals. Right. We've seen burpee box clear overs. Uh, I think that was in that chipper with the overhead squats, handstand walks, and like the 50 yeah. burpee box jump overs at the end. You had clear overs on your last 10. We've yeah. had burpee uh, box get overs in the 2017 finale the with the echo bike and the box get overs at, at 30 inches with hands on the box. Yeah. And we've just seen just burpee box jump overs. Uh, I believe we saw those in the 2012 finale. Yeah. Back in, uh, well, I just said 2012. That kitchen sink. <laughs> so we've seen all versions. It's just a question of what version are we going to get here? Um, Regardless of that, that third round, oh, it's going to be oh, so yeah. nasty. Yeah. It's going to be so nasty. Yeah. And, and the last question before we move on to the next one is, you know, details aside, this being the first day of tests of this long aerobic chipper, into this interval-based gymnastic complex triplet. Oh, dude, the pulling from the first event into the pulling on this event. Mm. Like, no one's even thinking about the pull on the on the muscle-up. Right. Although we just did all that pulling in the first event. And the pull usually isn't that bad, but with the ruck, it now makes it that much harder. Yep. Yeah, I'm curious. I, I am excited big, to see this. I think day. this will be really fun to watch. Yeah, uh, I'm assuming this box is going to advance, hopefully down the floor as they get their reps in. I believe all the reps are going to count. Um, yeah. And they should, because there's going to be people that may not get to the box. That's right. And so do they get a zero, or do they not get the other reps they didn't do in the con- in the uh, buy-in? So uh, That's just total reps. I, I think you're right. Yeah, which it should oh, be. Right. It, should, <laughs> it should be. Right. Uh, all right, <laughs> test number three. We have semifinals, Linda. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Deadlifts, dumbbell bench press, and squat cleans. The same weights on the barbell for the deadlift and the cleans that we had back in 2018. Regional, Linda. But now we have dumbbells for the bench press, 90 pounds for the men, 60 pounds for the women. And, okay, we've got a repeat. We've got a... uh, Classic girl benchmark test. One that is uh, one of Boz's favorite of all time. If you guys listen to their very not random podcast with Pat Sherwood, and they, I think they went through their favorite benchmark tests or, or workouts in general. And uh, this is one of Boz's. And he, I know he likes this rep scheme, so I'm not terribly surprised to see this here. And then the dumbbells, however. like What is it about these dumbbells? that are going to change this test 
than the 2018 one. Well, anytime you go to a dumbbell from a barbell, the amount of stability that's needed um, to stabilize those dumbbells. I mean, we were worried and we saw a handful of people fail on the barbell. Uh, granted, I think it was, what is it? it was it's a little bit heavier. I think it was like, uh, what was it, 205 and for 80, the 185? I'll look it up. 185, 135? Let's see. Uh, I think I just had that. What the heck? Uh, but the fact that it's a little bit, you know, it's a little bit lighter, but it's virtually the same weight, but now you have that split individually on each arm. So if you have a weak side, which most people do, um, this is a, I, I think this is going to be the hard part for sure. It's not going to be the deadlifts. Same numbers. 195, 135. Okay. So oh, 180 you mean the bench press weight. Yeah. On the bench press. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think that I think that that's going to be the that's going to be the factor right there. You're going to see dumbbells failing. are so much harder, so much harder, so, so much harder. And you're you're going to end up getting the dumbbells deeper. You're going you're going to get a, a further travel uh, range of motion on each one of those because of where that dumbbell is going to stop. It's going to stop at your armpit where your chest can stick out another two, three, four inches depending. <laughs> yeah. You know, so that's a, that's a that over 55 reps. That's a lot of distance that that, that those are traveling. Mm -hmm. So I think that the dumbbells are definitely going to change it up and make it different. Um, <laughs> I don't know if you saw the the video that uh, John Colty put up <laughs> that I think CrossFit eventually put it back up too, but it was me basically hammering his uh, clean style. Oh, didn't he end Just up winning hammer. that I'm event? Like, that is the worst form, but he's moving so fast, but it is the worst form. <laughs> and then I got hammered. I was like, this guy doesn't even know what he's talking about. And I'm like, no, I know what I'm talking about. It yeah. was shitty form, but yes, he was moving so damn fast. And it was awesome to be able to see that. So mm. I don't think it'll be that sort of a thing this time. This time in this event, it will all be dumbbell. And I think like that... <sighs> With bench, I feel your range of where you start to get close to failure is a lot wider than you have with dumbbells. Mm -hmm. Dumbbells, it's like you're good, 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 fail. Yes. And it's done. And then you're almost kind of like handstand push-ups where you don't really have a choice but to sit and wait. Well, there's so. an additional movement to the dumbbell press, and that's just getting the dumbbells into uh, an appropriate position. Barbell is just rack and unrack. Yep. In a lock of the elbow and unrack. Here... I'm assuming they're going to be taking these things from the floor. From the You've got to pull those up to your knees. You have to lay back and push those up. And whether the reps start, like, where does the rep start? Right. Right. Are you going to have to do, I think at Wadapalooza, it was the rep starts at the top. Right. So getting them into position, which is usually just from the bottom up, which is basically an entire rep in it by itself. How well, is that going to work? So what you do like old school, I'm talking old school lifting style on this, is you keep your arms straight the whole time. You put the dumbbells right on your knees and you roll back, keeping your arms straight. So you start all the way up with the straight arm. You don't mm. go to your chest and then press it out to start. That would be one already. Yeah. <laughs> I would count that as one. So I think it's going to be, it's going to be interesting to watch that, especially at the set of like, uh, like the round of six. So you're past the halfway point mm -hmm. and now fatigue really starts to set in. And yeah. I think that's going to be really interesting. I, I'm glad they put it in. I like this event a lot. I like it too. And I, the other two movements are not helping your bench. No. Deadlift, no. do you think the lats and the back of the shoulders, that, that whole posterior, even like the upper body, right? That's getting smoked. The cleans, 
add the same text from the deadlift and then into the front rack receiving that bar, like it's just a shoulder shit show (laughs) (laughs) for lack of a better phrase. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just, I'm just really excited to watch what the dumbbells do. I think, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be good. Uh, I don't think the, the deadlifts won't be an issue for any of like, you're, you're you're good athletes. It's not going to be an issue at all. Not for these rep schemes. Um, Same thing with the cleans. I mean, again, I think that it's going to be important to like what, what John Colty did that shocked me with, with how he performed was he was hinged over for every deadlift Mm -hmm. and every clean. Mm -hmm. He never once had his shoulders over his hips on any of those reps. And for most people, and we're talking like 90% of the people, even at these weights that aren't that heavy, if you're doing that many reps of all bent over like that, you're just smoking your posterior chain, smoking your low back, yeah. that that you're you're just ruined after that. So, um, and again, we had pistols that will be before this. So again, you're going to be in that bent over hinged position. Yeah. So you have to start looking at how these things are starting to stack up on these athletes. So um, I, I don't think that those weights will be a big deal. I really don't, especially since everyone has seen it in regional competition. Everyone has played with it at, at that level. Uh, but the dumbbells will be will be different. I still don't think that we have a lot of people that are doing a lot of dumbbell bench. Um, so I, I think that that Not will at this be, loading. No, no. So I think it'll, that'll be really fun to watch. And if they that do, be the, that'll be the key piece. They're doing it for strength. Um, they're doing, they're, you know, if they're putting up this weight in dumbbells, I... I I mean, I don't want to guarantee, but like, usually they're like, Hey, I'm doing dumbbell work to develop upper body pressing strength, not this weight in a anaerobic based fatigued (laughs) test. Uh, Steven made a good point here. And he, he, I think he's spot on is that, you know, a barbell people could manipulate body position to get the rep done. And the dumbbells do not allow that at all. You're going deeper and you have to go straight up, which is going to be the furthest uh, line of travel from top to bottom, hundred yeah. percent. Uh, Caden's question is, what are your thoughts on the deadlift weight between two ninety five for men and two twenty for women? Um, I, I think it's fine. The way that they did this last time, and it's kind of interesting. I wonder if they actually did the same data. Did Boss say? Uh, not yet. They, they just, just said they repeated. I mean, we knew why they picked these weights originally. Originally, right? So originally, okay. Well, so also Linda tell people body weight yeah, okay, workout. There you go. Good. So um, they grabbed everyone's weight and then took the average, and that's how they decided to choose um, your re- your weights between the three barbells. Now, granted, you don't have the, the barbell for the uh, the the bench press portion mm-hmm. here, but they did the what is it seventy five percent for it's one and a half times body weight for deadlift for deadlift it's body, body weight, weight for bench press and yeah point seven five for the clean yeah. So I think that that's, uh, that's where they came up with those weights. And I still think it's a val- I still think that those are valid, you know, across the field. Yeah. We haven't really, you know, the, the prototypical light, body tape has been, this, hasn't changed much. <laughs> totally. And if it's too light, they're just going to go that much faster. True. Which does not make it any, which easier. makes the dumbbells that much more, uh, <laughs> expensive. Yeah. True. <laughs> uh, okay. So my, Three movement, uh, I, I've, you've seen uh, some people talk about this, but the parallels between the first three events in 2023 and the first three events in 2018, right? 2018, it was yep. triple threes, yep. monostructural, monostructural, monostructural. Linda was actually the second event in 2018, which was weightlifting, weightlifting, weightlifting. 
And then in tw- the third event, I believe it was like ring muscle ups, handstand walks, and pistols. Yep. Right. And it was just pure monostructural triplet, weightlifting triplet, gymnastics triplet. And I thought it was awesome. And we have the same structure here with a twist. So we still have a monostructural triplet with a sled pull weightlifting twist, an odd object weightlifting twist. Then we have a gymnastics triplet, muscle-ups, pistols, burpee box jump overs with a odd object weightlifting twist. And then we have Linda, weightlifting, weightlifting, weightlifting. And the twist is the odd object that is the dumbbell in Linda. And I think what's great about those odd objects is it breaks each of those things up better than what we had breaks in the 2018 version of that. Like the fact that you're having to do the the hand over hand pull Mm -hmm. that breaks up that monostructural that you had when you're doing triple threes And there. Just that break changes mindset changes what your body now has to do. I mean, it, it, there's an effect there that I think is really cool. And you're right. That happens in every single one of the events. So they took that initial, uh, ingredient list and then gave it a little spin yeah cool. a little you know a little pep mm-hmm. they splashed in a little sriracha of odd <laughs> objects the other thing it's it's curious is that you know it, when you look at say the 2018 test you look at triple threes right? it's like that is a cardio bunny yep you're like that specialist of sorts will succeed. You look at Linda, and that is just a weightlifting per not a weightlifting person, someone who just strong, I'll say strong fit people, right? Oh yeah, totally. And then gymnastics is like the small gymnastic micro human. With these little twists, right, when you put in all machine work for this, it is not only do you have to be super fit in say cardiorespiratory endurance, but it does favor power output, power output, which typically is usually reserved for those bigger athletes, bigger athletes work the machines better, but you're not going to succeed only by being a bigger athlete in test one. You also have to be fit as all get out. Well, and couple that with the sled pull or whatever this pull is going to be as well. Well, okay. And if you look at what the weight was, so 225, if we're taking it strictly what that is versus what they had at the games, which mm. was 310 for the men on the men's side, that weight, women's were uh, uh, set that uh, accordingly. The largest chunk of time is going to be on the run. So your lighter athletes that would do really, really well, smaller, lighter, smaller athletes that did mm. really well on the triple threes. Right. They get to stay in the game, even though that's a machine. It's not a machine like the skier. Right. Not a machine like the like an echo bike. Um, so you get to be able to have a little bit of space where you can move back into the mix. Mm. So you're right. It doesn't just it doesn't just straight fa- favor one type of athlete. Right. You get the mix by that, which is really cool. Yeah. And, and I see two things like you either have to have great cardiorespiratory endurance and some strength for the sled stuff or the pulls. Yeah. Or you have to be you can be a bigger athlete and maximize your ability on the machines, but you also have, you must have decent to above decent cardiorespiratory endurance to succeed here. Then I look at test two, great, all this gymnastics, muscle-ups, complex, pistols, burpees over a box, ruck, (laughs) right? The the bomb that is the ruck is like, okay, well, all these gymnastic freaks who will succeed but now you added that weightlifting element, which opens the door back up for a different group of, of athletes. 
So not only do you have to be great with gymnastics, but you have to be able to, you know, maybe it's based off your percentage body weight what that ruck's going to be for you. You have to be able to manage that ruck or you're a bigger, stronger athlete. That ruck isn't as detrimental to you, but you should also have your gymnastic house in order. Okay, all those athletes can do ring Mm muscle-ups, all of them. If you're a 200-pound guy and you add 20 pounds, okay, you're 220. That, that is heavier, no doubt. If you're 160 pounds and you add 20 pounds, like that percentage of increased weight on you did go up. Yeah. So, yeah, you may be able to do a lot of reps normally without any weight. But if you haven't been, do, if you haven't been playing with the fact of doing it now with more weight, you have your capacity versus your strength. And that, that changes quickly which I think we're going to start to see in that, in that event on the second round, mm. uh, which will be, which will be interesting. And I just like, I like the tale of two athletes in each test and test one and test two based off the odd implement that they threw in there. Yeah, totally. And then in the, the Linda version, it's like deadlifts, cleans. Okay. Nobody's got an advantage or disadvantage. there, really those top athletes that are going to the games, but how you navigate that dumbbell. I just think it's really cool to see a, a comparison to 2018, but this, this, maybe unintentional singular wrinkle in all three centering around something that's an odd object or different test within that, that totally changes the test itself. I thought it was, that was a pretty cool little twist. Which I did like all three as we went through the first three events. I like all of them. Yes. Bill wanted to make sure you guys knew that before we got to. (laughs) (laughs) Test number four. So we are still in Saturday, day number two. Day number one is test one and test two. We have three tests coming in day number two. And the first one being for load, 800 meter assault runner, max snatch. The time you have to complete all of this is six minutes. You'll take a two minute break and then you'll take that into test five, which is a six minute run it or not a six minute, a six minute time cap, but you'll start on the barbell. Snatch. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. You'll start on the barbell, which will be eight snatches at 185 and 125, and then an 800 meter assault air runner to finish. So back to back test. We don't know what the scores are going to be. Uh, there was a lot of speculation early on of what the run is going to be. Cause originally when it was posted, it was just run. I think it was yesterday. They unveiled that it'll be on the air runners. Like, is it going to be around the arena? Is it going to be shuttle runs? Is it going to be two four hundreds? How is this going to set up? Um, Bill, are you are you happy that it's not shuttle runs versus the air runner, or or how are you how are you feeling right now? Ah. Uh... I would feel better if it was shuttle runs, which is stupid to Ooh. say. That, that's how bad. <laughs> Mark, like, you guys have to that. understand that that's how bad it is. You're 59 we, seconds or 59 minutes and 10 seconds into the show, and Bill just said he would prefer <laughs> shuttle runs. I mean, we just ran 2,000 meters on the assault runner. Now we got to run 1,600 meters on the assault runner. Now, granted, how you're running each of those 800 meters is going to be different. I get it. Right. But we just did it. And I think, honestly, I think you would get more of an effect of doing a down and back, down and back that's going to now affect your snatch. Mm-hmm. You have your you have your respiratory part like, okay, fine. I get it. You're trying to lift heavy under fatigue. I get it. Um, the last one is going to be all out. But then even better, like those, those to me make sense to make them shuttle runs. Okay. And we already did the run. <laughs> we already did 2,000 meters of running. We don't need to have another mile of running on an on an air runner. Yeah. The the 
the point you were making about the, you know, the run, it's an important part of fitness. Got it. We checked it off the box already. We <laughs> already did it. We don't need to do it again. We don't have thrusters and thrusters. Mm -hmm. We're not going to do another set of muscle ups anywhere. True. Ring muscle ups. True. So why are we running again on the air runner again? Yeah. Uh, I can see the argument of, you know, 800 at this pace is a different movement, I mean, it, not it, movement, but minutes. you know what I mean? No one's, no one's going to race the 800 meters on the first part. Nobody. No. They want to lift heavy. Yeah. So, so you, you chill out and you give yourself whatever, two and a half minutes to snatch. Yeah. Okay, good. Because this one doesn't matter. This is all about weight anyway. So you have to, you have to prepare for that you don't you're not going to need a whole lot of a whole lot of attempts mm -hmm. you know you're going to have say you know whatever three four good attempts whatever three yeah. um the last one is all out that one okay now the run matters but i still think that in that case it would have been more fun to see shuttle. now we get to see shuttle runs yeah rather than people doing it at home nine thousand times but i just again <sighs> If they would have had shuttle runs, that would have been like those fucking shuttle runs. But at least it would have made sense. Because then if someone would have said, well, should you put them on the air runner? I'd be, hell no. You don't put them on. We just did the air runner yesterday. We don't need to do it again. That's just me. I was actually just about to ask a question like this. Thank you, Ludo. Any chance that it's not a one rep max? And it's pick a weight and do as many reps as possible for total load lifted. I mean, it's possible. Honestly, well, how about this? Do, Which would you prefer a one rep max attempt or this option, which I really like actually is you pick the loading and you get basically the poundage for every rep you do. So maybe I'm going 75 and just Randy style burning it down. To 75, 150, 225, 300. And then someone next to me knows 225, 450, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I don't know, what would you rather see? Uh, I would rather see that than a one rep max. The four load, you pick the weight, you do the reps. Like there, there's a test, uh, this is an old.com, and it's basically like lift a thousand pounds as fast as you can. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you pick the weight, you pick the movement, or maybe it's like ground overhead, a thousand pounds as fast as possible. Yeah. yeah I think it's, I, I think I like, it's more than I like that. that. It's like 10,000 pounds or something because it's like, oh, four clean and jerks at 225, boring. Now, um, I like that. However, I think that they need to say ahead of time so people can come in with a strategy. Because because I, I don't I don't like the fact that you could lose an event based on just picking a bad strategy because you didn't pick the right weights even though you could have done whatever okay okay but the math would have been wrong and I would have it just would have been more advantageous that in this two and a half minute time frame if I would have gone 105 pounds instead of 75 pounds you know what I mean like I, to let to let them kind of get an idea of okay well what should I be thinking rather I mean to say that in the max snatch I like that idea. I'm what all if, for the idea. What about picking? So say yeah, or give 185 and one, or just they're doing 185 and 125 on the back end. What if it's that a a truncated timetable, and it's the run into max reps at that weight, not for load, 
It's just like max reps at 185 and 125. Um, and on the back end, it's like, the, it's basically the opposite style right. of I, test. I like that. I do like it's that. It's a more uniform um, balance of run fast, lift a lot of reps, or, you know, do a lot of reps, or do a lot of reps and then run fast. Uh, I, I, I like that. I think that would be fun. I think if they were going to do that, I think they should make it 50 points each. Uh, well, that was going to be my next question is, do you score these as 100-point tests? I think it depends on the test. I mean, it, as written. As written. As written. They're complete, as written, they're completely different. Yes. Um, uh, I mean, I think that we've gotten a lot of athletes now through the different qualifications of, like, heavy – you know, I, mean, we, I think it's okay to start lifting one rep max stuff here. We've already gone through a whole bunch of problems. We've already done that so many times. We know we have a lot of strong people that have already gotten through here mm-hmm. from the open, from the quarterfinal. So we already know that, they're, that the strength is there. So um, it's not like, you know, someone's going to snatch 305 and then someone else is only going to be able to hit like 145 on the men's side or something like that. Yeah. Like men's, men's weights on that. Um, at six events. I'm, I'm okay to do them as a, as individual events. As hundred point. Sure. Okay. I like the last event or the the event five. Actually, I actually like event five better than I like this one. Yeah. Um, because I think that now now the run matters. The run doesn't matter on this. Like, don't even have the run. Yeah. Have them go five minutes and just pick a one at max. I think after this weekend. And, you know, people are bringing in ideas, which are great. Keep them coming, King. When we analyze the programming. See how it played out. See how it plays out, right? Always got to see how it plays out on paper uh, or, or on the field versus on paper. Yeah. I would like to do an analyzing show and then a reprogramming show. 100%. That's what we do. Yeah. Because <laughs> I do have some ideas where I'm, I'm like shuffling around a lot of different pieces, but not taking out anything or, or maybe adding something new, but it's not going to disrupt the whole system. Yeah. Uh, that I'm curious of uh, how it would well, shake and out. And again, like we have to see what the, I mean, we, we have all these little questions on every single one of these events. Like, how is this going to work? What, what do you mean by this one? So once we see that, mm-hmm. we'll be able to, to, you know, make a better, a, a better call on it. But yeah, absolutely. I think we should do that for sure. Yeah. <clears throat> Um, all right, let's move to Sunday. By the way, Saturday, I think that leaderboard is going to be all over the place. Yep. Linda, yep. dumbbells, who knows? Who knows what's going to happen there? And then back-to-back tests, 50 points, 100 points, chlorophyll, borophyll, who gives a shit? I, <laughs> is the leaderboard's going to flip after test four and then flip again after test five, especially if it's 100 points. Like, by the end of Saturday, who knows? Oh, and Burpee Dude, Easy. we analyze. We're the analyzers. He's just the talker. Yeah. Just I know so he's just know. egging us on. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, Burpee Dude. <laughs> uh, all right. The start of Sunday, we have a chipper. Oh, am I still here? Yeah. Okay. It is four time 20 overhead squats at 185 and 125 into a 500 meter row, three handstand walk pirouettes, 
two seated legless rope climbs, 20 strict wall facing handstand push-ups, 20 seated legless rope climbs, three handstand walk pirouettes, 500 meter row, 20 overhead squat. So we have our chipper. It's like a uh, skills chipper. Some WMG. I mean, you start with the weightlifting, you go to the monostructural, and then it's just a gymnastic meat sandwich in the middle. And you go back to the monostructural and weightlifting. Is this like the, uh, was it 2016 regional? Uh, it was 225 overhead. It was uh, yeah. overhead squats. I think it was a bike buy-in. I know. There, oh, yeah. I thought there was rowing in there, too. But it was the same kind of yeah, setup. Yeah, there's a row in the middle. There's a 500-meter row in there. Yeah. Um, now, granted, there are some different, these different elements, like with the pirouettes and the, the seated uh, rope climbs. Those are going to be interesting. Because, again, we don't know what that means exactly. Yeah. And can you do, so it says a handstand walk pirouettes. Right. Um. So what does that mean exactly? How far do you have to handstand walk? Uh, I'm looking at, I'm going to look, the, click over to the teams really quick because the teams are also doing pirouettes. But it was, wasn't it just pirouettes? Uh, that's what I'm trying to find. Is that test three? There's um, four to meter assault runner sprint, which is funny that they keep putting that funny. in there. Uh, it, three, it says three handstand pirouettes on the teams. Right. Right. So, so here it says handstand walk pirouette. And it doesn't say there's no distance on that either. Not yet. So is that, so handstand walk pirouette. So does this mean walk down, turn around, walk back, turn around, walk back? I mean, it could mean that. Yeah. So you have to do that unbroken. Right. Um, I would assume. Um, which if that's the case, Depending on the length of that, that could be that could be gnarly. Mm -hmm. You know, um, what would you if, you if let's say it was that? Well, how far would you put it at fifteen feet? 10 feet? Um, I would probably so down back time. down uh, first time. I mean, we're looking at thirty feet straight with three turns. I, man, I'd keep it the uh, twenty-five feet, seventy-five feet unbroken. Yeah. Or yeah. or I could see that at the games. You have to do a here. pirouette. And then walk 25 feet unbroken, and then you can come down. So three. So spins. you have to do it. No, just one. So oh, oh, pirouette, okay. walk 25 feet unbroken. Pirouette, walk 25 feet. Pirouette, walk 25 feet. Okay. So it's it's the beginning. So instead of just planting your hands down and going, you have to do one pirouette before you go. Got it. But the 25 feet and the pirouette have to be done together and unbroken. I like that. Because if if you're, I assuming if we're looking at the floor plan, I hope. Like the overhead squat bar is by the finish line and you have the rower and then it's like 25, 25, 25. Now you're back at the rig, rope climb, yeah. wall, rope climb, 25, 25, 25, back to the rower. That would work, right? Would that be pirouette handstand walk? <sighs> oh, instead of handstand walk, pirouette. I don't know, man. Fuck. Chest to wall. Handstand chest to, yeah, it says chest to wall handstand <laughs> push up. So like who knows what that means? You don't touch your chest to the wall. No, it's not even... You're going to say chest-facing wall handstand push-ups? Right. <laughs> uh, okay, next question. What do you think the seated legless rope climb rules standard. are going to be, or the standard? Um, I don't think... Uh, here's what I say. Here's what I say. You have to start and finish on your butt. 
Okay. Doesn't mean you have to stay in an L. It means that you have to start with your butt. Your feet can't touch the ground at all. So you have to you gotta be able to go to like some sort of a V. Start your legless rope climb, mm-hmm. touch and bring yourself down with your butt touching, not your feet. So your feet as you're walking up can go straight. Uh-huh. But when you come back down, you gotta land on your butt. That's what I said. Okay. So seated from the floor, pull yourself off the floor. After you get high enough, you can drop your feet. Mm-hmm. It's still legless. Yep. <clears throat> Coming down, 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 and then lift your feet and put your butt on the floor. And you got to go down to a seated position so your feet can't touch the floor ever. Ooh, that's good. That is good, right? That's good. Do you think they'll make them hold the L the whole time? No. But if they do, there's going to be no reps all over the yeah, place. Yeah, that's rough. Like, these guys aren't. We are great athletes, but we're not gymnasts. And they aren't doing that regular enough to be able to do, you know, fatigue like this where you're doing pure straight else. I just, I don't think that they'll be able to do that. It, no matter what, however they set it up, if it's like actually 90 or if it's 90 to your body, because you know, like sometimes mm-hmm. like your leg kind of hangs and you're like, I'm at a 90, but my feet aren't up. Right. Because your body's here. Um. I just think that would be really, if that's the case, it's like, it's nice on paper, but I think it'd be really hard to judge. Like a V up. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm trying to help them out. I'm hoping they don't do it that way. <laughs> Not nothing about keeping your feet together so that they move at the same time. Mm-hmm. Does that mean that they're touching or is it they're in the same plane or what? I don't know. Yeah. Uh, but I say go easy like that meaning seated and your feet can't touch the ground when you start all the way to when you finish. What about the rows? Do you feel like they have? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no one's going to win or push on the row um, because you want to make sure that you have, you're recovered enough to do your handstand walks and those seated rope climb stuff. You don't, you don't want to have, you don't want to blow your arms out for mm-hmm. the pulling that you're going to have to do. Cause you have that, then you have, um, you, know, you the, have, the you have a, just an upper body smash fest just there. smashing. So yeah, I just don't, I think that if anyone, I mean, let everyone have 10 seconds on that. So yeah. most people are like hammering through at 130, 138, 142. Everyone's going to be like, I think 150 is going to be just fine. Yeah. And just cruising. Uh, because I think the other thing that's going to be important are those overhead squats. Right. I mean, you know, we saw that at Wadapalooza when they did the mm, back squat, the, front squat, yeah, overhead squat. With the muscle ups. And how important that overhead squat positioning was. And they brought the weight down on this. It's, it's 185, but that's 40 reps. It's a lot of reps. 40 reps, reps is a lot. I mean, I, I like that number. I like, I like the rep set. I like even the weight for that, that number mm-hmm. because it's going to draw people in. You're going to have someone that's winning. They're going to fail with two reps left to go, and then they're going to be eight. Yeah. And I, I think we're going to see that quite a bit on this event. I mean, if you look at the 25 reps at that weight, that's just under, say, the average body weight of most of these athletes. But you add in another five reps. And we, we've talked about that, that trophy case challenge right yep. back in the day of 15 overhead squats at body weight, which was gnarly to get back in the day. And then Dave Cashel came out as like, no, 1.5. Was it 1.5 or 1.25 yeah. people's body weights? And they started doing that, which was ridiculous. Well, that's what Nicole Carroll used to beat everybody on. Yeah, that true. was like the showcase. It was like, all right, who's the biggest, baddest athlete out here? 
And then they'd line up that athlete against Nicole Carroll, and she'd crush them in the overhead squats. Yeah. Crush them. It's awesome. Those last overhead squats. So I, think, I would say the first and last. So when you look at the rows, right, it's like, oh, they don't really have any consequence there unless you make it a consequence. Right. You do 20 overhead squats in a row, and then the time you saved by not breaking, which is 10 to 15 seconds probably at that loading, yep. you, you use it on the rower. Instead of having to row 145, now I get to row two minutes. Now I'm recovering for the completely thing. for a handstand walk pirouette thing. <laughs> <laughs> and then I get done with this whole middle piece, three handstand walk pirouettes, seated like this rope climb, 20 strict, like just the upper body beating you're getting here in the middle. And then I go back to the rower and then I'm going to row two minutes again. Yep. Maybe I'm going to row slower than that. Because if I can row slow, recover, 15 seconds slower than you, and put myself in a position to go unbroken at the end, and you break one time, I've caught and passed you. Totally. One break, and it's over. So make sure you set yourself up on that second row. It's, it's really an entire setup for those 20 overhead squats. Why not put this event first? Uh, because then we wouldn't be able to see it. <laughs> Well, <laughs> other than the broadcast schedule part. <laughs> yes, Shots fired. True. Sorry. All right. All right. Sorry. You know what? I bet you, I bet you it mm. was first. But since they were talking about how they, that they weren't, that they were going to be, you know, deciding what things they were going to put, they're like, okay, let's just put the one, the, the long one in the front. Uh-huh. And we'll do that. Then we won't have to broadcast that one. I'm going to say yes. Well. I mean, maybe, yes, but I want to watch. <laughs> it's not like a whiny little bitch. <laughs> I, I don't want to watch it. <laughs> I want to see it. I want to see it. Uh, let's see. Renata, the scoring table are revealed. Mm-hmm. Huh. <sighs> Draw your dagger. No. I already told you no. They're not going to have a 25-foot legless rope climb from a seated position. And that was, <laughs> come on. Dude. They don't have 25-foot scaffolding. To ship to everywhere in the world. Maybe at the games. I'll give you that. Yeah, serious. Scoring tables are out. Spin, did you already put it on your website? Yeah, come on. Make it easy for yeah. us, bro. Someone drop a link. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to work the back end and host a show here. <laughs> uh, final thoughts on this chipper before we move into the finale. Uh, I like it. Um, I, don't, I like I don't it, know. too. Why... Why chest? Why the wall facing handstand push-ups? Why not? Push, pull, push, pull, push. <laughs> okay, so okay, overhead squats. Did didn't squat. they have them in quarterfinals? Uh, yes. Just the age yeah, yeah, no, they okay. had them in quarterfinals for test one. It was at the end, twenty-one at the end. My point. Oh, why have them again? What if they were deficit? Would you feel different? Yes. Okay. Make them different. Yeah. Change it up. Fair. Thanks. Okay, fair. Very, very fair. Um, yeah, overhead squat, a squatting press movement, five a meter row, a oh, row. I like pull it. I mean, movement. the row doesn't mean anything. Take the row out. Whatever. Yeah, I'm just I'm just going through the movement patterns. But right? I like I love it though. Yeah. Squat press, overhead movement, leg drive pull, overhead press, pull, overhead press, pull. It goes back and forth. Pull, push, pull, push, pull, push, all the way down. I like that too. Yeah. I like that too. 
Uh, scoring table. Oh, Spin's got it. Here we go. All right, four All right, and five. Scoring, what before we get into the final, we should know how they're scored because it's going to be intense. 60 places. This is the big thing. How are they going to score it? First place, 100. It drops by three. Threes. 97, 94, 91, 88, 85, 82. Oh, shoot. It drops by three. Dang. Consistently all the, way down. all the way. Nope. So once you get to 13th place, it goes from three drop down to two. So 14th, it goes 13th is 64. 14th is 62. And then two, 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 all the way down until we get to 30. 30th place. And then it goes by one. Dude, 30th place means you middle of the road. You got 30 points. Middle of the road. And then it drops by all the way down. This. If you get last, you get a zero. Interesting. Uh, teams dropping by three. Looks like all the way through. So if you're on teams, except until you get to... The 30. 34. So 23rd place, you have 34 points, and then it drops by two from 24th all the way down. That's a funny number. Two forty. How do you pick that? The 24th place. Uh, just the numbers, I guess. Right? All right, so you drop by three all the way to 13th place, and then from 14th place down to 30th place, it drops by two. And then from 31st place all the way down to 60, it drops by one. Now the next question is, what is test four and five? Right. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if you guys want to see that, you guys can go to Barbell Spin. I'll drop the link in there for the scoring tablet for those of you guys watching on YouTube. There it is. Now we just need to do what is being scored when. Um, all right, last deal. We have the finale. <clears throat> now, usually the finales are short. Not say usually. As of late. And this one, though it says three rounds, 15 and 10 echo bike cows, 20 toes to bar, and then a 60-foot sandbag bear hug carry. The weight being 200 and 150. Slow clap for those weights. Mm -hmm. Much more um, standard between men and women as far as difficulty. With a six-minute cap, I think the initial thought is that this is just like a full send. Yeah. But it's not. <laughs> it's going to be a full smacker face into the wall. Yeah. It's gonna be. Yeah. It's going to be an ass kicking. But if you full send round one, done. You're not finishing round three. <laughs> like, no way. Now, somebody wants to do it. I'm not going to tell you not to. I'm not going to tell you not to, Draw Your Dagger. You, you son of a bitch. That's good. <laughs> draw Your Dagger. That scoring table is really going to have a big impact on those 25-foot rope climbs. <laughs> oh, you guys are great. You guys um, are great. The amount of power output on these rounds. Oh, man. It's like you have to operate in the, in the red, but not all the way in the red. Like, not in the I would, black. I would say... <laughs> In, in by black, I mean going I was, fading to the, black, passing in out. The reddish orange. Red, yeah. <laughs> in the in the <laughs> like you're 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 just hovering under the red zone. Mm -hmm. 
And you need to know exactly where your body is on this because literally one calorie faster than you need to go mm. done. You tip the scales you, too soon. Then, yep. Then you are in recovery mode and yeah. just like, you're the guy that jumps out of the car as it's moving and is like bouncing down the street <laughs> all the way to the end of the time for six minutes. That's the end. Oh man. Now with this time gap, Okay, look at the bike pace, 15, 10 cals, what, 30, 45 seconds? Uh, yeah, yeah, I'd say for these guys, 30, yeah. Uh, that's pretty quick. No, uh, they're gonna a range, down. right? A range. I mean, there's, 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 all these people are studs, men and women studs. Yeah. 30, 45 seconds, toes to bar, unbroken. Grip for your sandbag right there. Grippity grip, grip, grip. If they go unbroken, what is that taking? Say, uh, 45 um, seconds? Let's say another 45. Uh, I think that's being generous. That, that That's 40? being generous enough to get up on the bike. Yeah, I'll say that. Okay, just it's go like that one easy. and a half seconds per, yeah. I think, is about the average time for right. a toes to bar. So one and a half. So what is that, okay, 30, 30 seconds? seconds? Yeah. Okay, 30 to 45 seconds. So we got another yeah. range. 30 to 45 right. for the bike, 30 to 45 for the toes to bar. You're looking at a minute to a minute and a half range. And then you have the sandbag carry, which aside from the time of picking it up and walking it through 60 feet, I hope it's just a straight shot and no, and no like turnaround. Hmm. Or do you want to turn around? Uh, well, if it's a straight shot, let's assume the bike is by the rig, which is away from the finish line typically. It'd be carry down, carry back, carry to the finish line. Yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, um, I, I, yeah, it would be cool to see that. I, and I, there is a change. You feel that more when you have to turn. Right. Because you have to, you got to turn your whole body, and the 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 where the weight of the bag is is setting is a little bit different. Rather than like you can just kind of sit it up on your hips yeah. and make it all the way down, kind of thing, holding on for dear life. Where you're like, if I have to do anything other than keep moving forward, the bag's coming down. Yeah. So I think you're right. The the turns will definitely make a difference. Do the upper body on day two? Smashing. Smashed. Yeah. Dang. It's like. After everything we just did in test six. Yeah. Squat, row, walk, pull, handstand, hop. And then you get it here. It's like, you're going to finish that first sandbag carry, get back to the bike and be like, oh no. <laughs> and then you get up to the rig for the toes to bar. Uh, see, will we, will we see a foot race after the, I hope so. That'd be awesome. Um, I want him to carry it to the platform. But I, ha I have to say. What? Why are we doing echo bike again? It's a good question. I, like in this event, I dig it. In the first event, I yeah, dig it. Yeah, okay, good point. In both events, I don't dig it. Well, I dig the run in the first event. I dig mm. the run in the four and five. In both of them, I don't dig it. Fair. There are other ways to get the things that you want to do out of that. Like why, why are we repeating stuff? If we would have had a, if we would have had a sandbag carry, a light one one time and a heavy one another time. People are like, what the, what the hell are they doing? Mm -hmm. I, I don't think if they have any program it, but why are we doing it like this? Yeah. I don't understand. I don't understand. I, I mean, like it's a good event, point. Though. Yeah. It's a good point. Um, that if will go for into the rest of the season. I like the event. I don't I like how. Yeah. God, have, I feel like we've been saying that for years. Yes. Now. I like the event, but now when it's all put together, <laughs> uh, we'll definitely touch on that when we analyze the programming. Uh, yeah. Well, for sure probably pick and choose certain things when we reprogram 100%. the semifinals. But by itself, at the final, 
I think you're going to be able to see a lot of cool things happen during this final. Uh, yeah. Switches on the bike, brakes on the rig, struggles with event, the bag. High intensity, mm-hmm. lots of pressure, you know, hopes and dreams on the line, which is going to mm-hmm. put people into some ugly places. Yeah. Awesome. And that last part, you nailed it, is that there are so many external factors that's going to dictate the intensity of this test. Time cap is one of them. As you said, being in a certain position, whether you're inside the qualifying, I believe it's 12 men. I think it's 11 women, 12 men. Mm -hmm. Uh, Being on the outside, like from, I'm assuming or hoping like 7th through 18th by Sunday, like no one is safe. Right. No one is safe. Especially with the test. Like with the test that we have coming up on the final day of competition, maybe nobody from top to bottom is set. Because you, if you blow up on those legless climbs or you can't figure out the pirouette. Done. You're done. Done. <laughs> and if you get 30th place, you're going to lose 70 potential points. 70. 30. Half. Like, like I said, you get 30th, which is mid-pack. You get 30 points. Mid-pack. In, a, in an event that could have so many things go wrong in test six. And on this one, same thing can happen. Mm-hmm. So many things. You, you could maybe have held on too long in the first round of toes bar. Now, you're having, now you have to drop the bag or you have trouble picking it up. And then it only makes it harder. People forget, when you go back to the bike, your grip and your arms don't get a break. If you want to push that bike, you have to push the bike. You have to use your arms. Got to use your arms. I know. Ooh. Again. It's going to be great. I like it'll it. Be a, it'll be a great final. Yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm envisioning it, and it's awesome. Uh, yeah, <laughs> in my brain. In my brain. It's so it wonderful. It looks awesome. It's so, so wonderful. But like you said, I mean, we got to see how it plays out because there's a lot. there's a lot of – there are a lot of questions. Okay, so with take the questions out of it, which is unfair for judging, but like first reaction of the test as a whole for semifinals, standardized program across the world, getting people to cross at games. How do, how do you quick first reaction assess the entirety of the test? My quick reaction is going to be, I think there are going to be some fun things to watch. Mm-hmm. Uh, my quick reaction is I wish that we would have had some heavier weights here than opposed to having heavier weights in the earlier, um, like uh, early, early in qu- like quarterfinals. Okay. And, yeah. 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 Um, I, I mean, again, if like, if the one rep max snatch is a true one rep max, if that's what that is, I, I just don't really, I don't, I don't like that being heavy. I think that, that the uh, the 185 is, a, is appropriate. It'll make for a good race on the overhead squats. The 185. Yeah. 135? Did they have 135? No, nope, 125. Damn you. <laughs> another another X. Another. <laughs> um, I, I like the events. I think the events are going to be fun. The, I, I'm really, I'm having a hard time because of the doubling of, of, of uh, movements mm-hmm. in events. And that, as a programmer, it's irking me. You don't, you have a hard time with the numbers being set a certain way, yeah. which I do too. But this one, it's like, ah, like I would, I would 
it's like once you put it in, it's it's off the list of ingredients. Like you can't re-put it back in there again. I already had the turkey dinner. Yeah. You can't put turkey dinner again for lunch. And to put that in context for people is that take a movement like a thruster. It's like if you had heavy thrusters in test one and then light thrusters in test seven. Yeah. It's like, oh, like, what are you doing? Just, just for people that can't really understand like where you're coming from. You think that's fair? Yeah, totally. I mean, again, I, I like, I like the individual events for the most part. I think that they're going to be really fun to watch all of them, even the first one, even the one with all the machines. Cool. I think it'll be fun. I would think no one will be able to see it, but I think it'll be fun to watch. It'll be, it'll be exciting to watch the, uh, post-production version of the, (laughs) that event. Hopefully. Um, someone will get something on Instagram. Um, we got some phones, but I, you know, again, like it, I'm really trying to wait to see, to reserve my. Yeah. My that's why I just meant like first gut reaction. Yeah. First gut. It's like, ah, they'll be fun. Mm. There should be some fun ones. Yeah. Uh, my first reaction looking at all these is that I, I don't feel like there's a stone that's not unturned. I, I, I feel like we touched a lot of bases here where no one individual or type of athlete is going to succeed or fail because of the programming. Um, I was thinking about this phrase is that, you know, we say well-rounded. And the other phrase, like you have to be extremely well-rounded. And to turn that one more time is that I actually think you have to be well-rounded at your extremes now. You have to be able to have great cardiorespiratory endurance looking at test one. You have to have great high-skilled gymnastics with the pirouettes, the wall-facing handstand push-ups, and the legless from the seated position rope climb. You have to have great strength and technique coming off an 800-meter run and trying to hit a max snatch, right? or how you navigate those, those dumbbells. Right? And so I think it's not just being extremely well-rounded as a CrossFit athlete to be one of the best, but now you have to be well-rounded at the extremes of our test. Uh, as you were talking, there was my inner voice that was saying, shut the fuck up, dude. No, this isn't strong enough. This isn't heavy enough for these athletes. But I do think that the elements of strength, there are elements of strength that are there that aren't normally tested. Yes. Like those seated legless rope climbs are going to be a bitch. Yeah. Those dumbbells are not generally heavy, but 55 of those at 180 pounds and 120 pounds for the for the athletes in dumbbell form like that yeah. is going to be hard. Uh, no, there isn't the classic heavy clean and heavy deadlift and mm-hmm. heavy, but there are heavy other objects yeah. and other items that are in there that you're right. Like, And that's what I mean, like an extreme yeah. different type of test right? of a gymnastics, of a monostructural of a weightlifting are, are now in there. Yeah. Yeah. And so having well-roundedness, not just in our classic depiction of what you know, CrossFit has, you know, boss is pushing those boundaries and now we're testing on the edges of those. Yeah. Not just everything in the middle. So first, it'll be interesting. First look, but yeah. uh, I'm excited to see it. I can't wait. Starts in two days. Um, I hope everyone gets to see as much as they want to. <laughs> we'll see I think uh, the two tests that I, I, I feel like most people want to see they may or may not see so we'll we'll, we'll see 
but yeah, I travel tomorrow. I leave at like I leave early. Yeah, go get it, dude. It's Thanks, man. Thanks. Yeah. Maybe I'll pull up uh, if I have internet connection. Maybe I'll just like live stream the. <laughs> oh, you should. <laughs> just Instagram live it. Uh, I mean, I'm not calling that event. Clearly, right. <laughs> I'll have time on my hands. Um, we'll see. But uh, thank you guys for um, rolling with us today. Those are our first blush thoughts of the uh, semifinals. We did the teams last week, so now we're all set and ready for semifinals. Honestly, test aside, I'm excited. I'm, I'm so excited that we have like standardized programming across all semifinals. We get to watch week to week to week. That's not boring to me. I know it might be for some people, and that's your opinion and the way you watch sports, but I can't wait to see what people do in week two after what people did in week one and week three after two and one. I'm just, it's going to be a fun three weeks. Um, I know you'll be in and out on the, uh, I believe, the Savant podcast. Is that correct? Um, yeah, probably not this weekend. Um, it's my birthday weekend. Oh, that's right. Is this the birthday? Is it the birthday? The birthday? What do you um, turn? What, what am I turning? 29. Yeah. Plus. Yeah. I'm almost 30, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Is this the weekend where you turn into Godzilla in Tokyo? That's my question. Maybe. <laughs> oh, no. So when you wake up, um, no, it, like, uh, did 50, all the dumbbells no, in your... 54. Officially 54. So I'm, at, I'm officially at the top of the 54 division. So oh, next okay. year I'll be So you're going division. to be 54. It's next year when you next turn year. This is my last year Megatron. technically in the fifty to fifty-four division. Yeah. Okay. Enjoy those fifty-pound um, dumbbells because next year, you know, they just they magically turn into thirty-fives. Thirty-five pound dumbbells. <laughs> it'll be my demo weight, is what it'll be. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. My demo weight. Um, so I'm gonna try to do it. Um, I know. Uh, When's your birthday? Uh, me, and my, me and my daughter is gonna be taking. They're gonna take a little trip. What? When, when is your birthday? The twentieth. Oh. Yeah. So what is that? Sunday. Uh, yes. Yes. Sunday. No. Saturday. Saturday. Saturday? Yeah. All right, man. Well, happy birthday yeah. weekend. Thanks, dude. All right, Saturday. But make I'm sure you guys try uh, to hop in there for sure. Yeah, send Bill some love. Uh, send you guys some love, too. Thank you guys for joining the show. We will see you guys next week when we analyze the program of the semifinals after seeing it unfold on the competition floor. Follow that up with some reprogramming ideas after what we saw happen in live competition and then into those next two weeks of semifinals, Bill and I will be a little bit all over the place over okay. there on the internets. But uh, y'all have a great rest of your week. If you guys are competing in semifinals this weekend, good luck. If you're traveling to go watch, safe travels. If you guys are watching from home, we'll see you online. And then, Bill, you have yourself a great birthday weekend, sir. You too, dude. Have fun this weekend. Yeah.